This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com and always at at the game. game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening once again, and welcome to Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. John Dinkins here, along with our sidekicks, Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, our our operations manager, Brian Barrett, manning the boards on this very cool Thursday evening. Going to get a little colder, too, I think, tomorrow. You didn't play golf today, did you? No, I did not. I played... Uh, yesterday. Yes, Yesterday. And wise choice. I got my tea time, and I, I said, "Hey, do you have a tea time open for Wednesday?" And he said, uh, "Yeah." So, and everybody else wants one too. So, what do you want? <laughs> so, I take it he'd been, you know, slammed. So, kind of bombarded. Yeah, shot shot an eighty nine. It was not one of my best outings, but I recovered well at the end. Save save myself a little bit. Uh, we've got words from Ideas Tees, our friends over there that uh, sponsor our program this morning, this evening. Absolutely. So we've got uh, Blue Raider home football weekend. So that not only means tailgating and the band of blue and lightning, it also means the home weekend game day sale over at Raider Tees, where you get 30% off all regular priced merchandise. That's Raider Tees with some of the most unique gear in the borough nike polos and tees metal wall art band of blue gear aerospace items sock monkeys you name it all 30 percent off at raider tees they're located just off broad behind chewy so uh, stop on in and get all your blue raider gear all right the talk will continue when we uh, come right back after this message rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. Look at this new crazy calzone from those brainiacs at Little Caesars. It's a pepperoni pizza surrounded by a calzone crust. Little Caesars got us again. Is it more pizza or more calzone? I don't know. What do you think, pizza bot? Pizza, calzone, both. Get confused. Pizza, pizza, cal, cal, calzone, both, 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 both. Oh, we're not Big Pizza, we're Little Caesars, the new crazy calzone for $8.49. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro on South Church, Memorial, South Rutherford, and Franklin Road. Pizza, pizza. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. 
We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers? I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. And I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-459-2683. Life insurance is a discussion that makes most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off the house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Brian, we were thinking about what we were going to talk about, what was our subject, and we didn't have any baseball. None? No. So since you've been quiet during the baseball season, we're going to just let you talk about something for the 14 minutes while we sit here and listen to you, okay? No, no not going to happen. That's going to happen. Uh, we did have some awards go on uh, the last couple of weeks. They'll be doing that until now, till you know the winter meetings, <laughs> trying to trying to keep baseball in the limelight. And uh, your your guy from Cincinnati, congratulations. Yeah, I'd be the next guy we get rid of because he's good. So yeah, <laughs> he's but a Jonathan, cardinal. Jonathan India. He's yep. a cardinal killer. Yeah, 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 he's a good little leadoff hitter. He's got some power. Player. Yeah, plays good defense. Uh, is a good one. Uh, Cy Young went to Corbin Byrne from uh, Milwaukee, and uh, let's see, Robbie Ray of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. And he's from Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Robbie's a late bloomer. You know, he's thirty, right. and and he he got to put it all together. And he's looked potentially tough, but he's really put it together this year. Aren't pitchers kind of a crazy breed a little bit? I mean. That's, when they put that's it a together, tough position. Everything has to be exact. Anything's off. And know, when you draft, it, it can come and go. When you draft a pitcher, you you really have to know what he's like mentally. You know what his mechanics look like, and then you have some guy that doesn't have very good mechanics, but for somehow he can get out. So I, it's 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 really. It, I don't know how they. I don't know how they pick. A draft of pitchers. I mean, it's just really, to me, I think it would be very tough. Well, we've talked about on this show how hard it is to get good pitching. And if you saw where Verlander, who hadn't pitched in two years, they re-signed him for $25 million. Well, that's really high. Mm-hmm. I know it's a one-year contract, but that's a lot of that's a lot of cash. And he's getting at the age where it can all go. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. 38. Right. Yeah. But then, I know you say that, Rod, but look at Adam Wainwright. They thought he was washed up four years ago, his, and now he's the best pitcher in the league just but about. But his game is not speed. Right, right. It's, it's all kinds of curveballs and everything else. You know? Well, you remember he came back, what, he had Achilles surgery, I think, and mm-hmm. he struggled for a year or two, and you know they thought, well, this is the end. But, boy, he bounced back. I'll tell and, you what, you get a foot break or an ankle, it can really mess you up for a while. I know there's a, what's called LaFranc. And like uh, we had 
uh, Craig from the Cardinals. He was doing really well uh, a couple of years, several years ago. It was when they won the last World Series, one of the heroes. But he got the LaFranc, which is a, a break on the top of the foot. And they say it's hard to recover from. In fact, it's called LaFranc. It's the, it was the, um, was it the French uh, general who was over the cavalry for uh, Napoleon. I mean, and then that happened from them falling out of the saddle and their foot got caught up in the reins and all. And he was never the same. You know, this could happen. And that's one thing you had to worry about, Henry, just talking about that, that metatorsal. They've said some players have trouble coming back. That la- that uh, small toe was broken because uh, a lot of your cutting and all comes off of that foot. That's where a lot of stress is. I think I've learned more today in the last three minutes of what Rod just said <laughs> than any time I've ever been on the radio. Man, that was that's pretty good stuff, wow. Rod. I've, what what'd you call it again? LaFranc. I LaFranc my sh- foot about 20-something years ago at Christian Elementary playing basketball. And But that didn't ruin your career. Well, it wasn't much of a career to start <laughs> with, but there's still a pin there holding my bone together. Well, it's like Soroka, you know, from Achilles. That's a tough injury to come back to right. pitch. And I, I don't think you should expect him to be just right back to where he was. I think it's going to take a year or two for him, and I think a lot of that will be confidence. You know, pushing off and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's just kind of crazy. The uh, um, but you know, Robbie Ray, thirty years old, had control problems all of his career, and then all of a sudden he just put it together and was the ace of the staff. So it's kind of it's kind of amazing. The uh, free agent thing, uh, like say Verlander uh, signed. Uh, Noah Syndergaard went to the Angels for twenty five million dollars. Another guy hadn't really pitched in a, two a while. years. Yeah. And uh, so taking a chance, and sometimes they pay off, and they're all they're all doing what Anthopolis did: take chances on guys and and hope it pays off. And you know he has had some luck, Charlie Morton, uh, but then he's also had uh, Cole Hamels that didn't pitch, but maybe three pit three innings in for one year, and you know he paid him eighteen million. But that's why Boris a couple weeks ago we talked about him and his clients. I mean they're paying twenty plus million for guys who haven't done anything, that's why they're getting the astronomical paychecks that they're getting. Well, I'm going to throw it out here, fellas. This is this is important to me and important to Brian, but I'm going to throw it out here. Is Freeman going to be a brave or is he going to go somewhere? I think he's going to be a brave. I think uh, he's got that loyalty. And I think the Braves are going to step up. I think the Braves are waiting for to see what they're going to have to pay. And I think that's when they step up. It's a scary proposition because, you know, they can – I worry about the Dodgers because his dad lives out there and, you know, but uh, what do you think? I don't think he's going going anywhere unless the Braves just say we can't we can't pony up. And they're, they're going to make so – they've made so much money this past year. They're going to make so much more next year being World Series champs. And, uh, you know, Verlander, he had $18 million on the table and, and said no. Yeah. Yeah, that was a qualifying took, and offer. took a chance and got 25. So, like I said, there's plenty of money out there in the major leagues, and Freddie's going to get his. And, you know, Freddie will give him a little bit of a hometown discount. He wants just enough to be respected, but not enough to mess up the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what Chipper did for years, you know, and I think he kind of designs his career about the way Chipper did his. Well, I hope so. They still need some outfielders, too. They, they, they really need to sign one of those four that they – Signed. Uh, I don't know if they'll get that or not. Um, I wanted to mention, and you brought it up about Henry's injury, um, and we don't talk about the Titans much except 
just to say they're going to kill our pigskin picks. But are you not kind of, you know, what have they played three games now without him? Yeah. I and they're three right. and zero. I mean, that's three games I didn't think they'd get. Uh, and so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked at the way they're playing. And are you still just waiting for it to fall off? I am. I still am, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I heard a stat Sunday they were talking about the number of players they have used is more than they've used in an entire year. You know, I don't know if something like 87 different players have, I think have put I on saw a uniform. Just recently it was 80, they've used 82. The record is 84 for a season. I mean, it means that's how many people have been injured and out and then others bringing them in. I mean – but they've had these kids that people they bring in all of a sudden they make a key play like the one kid made the tackle that uh, caused the fumble on the kickoff. Well, they just brought him up. They brought him last year, last month. Uh, got him, he was released by the Texans. Got him on their taxi squad and then put him in first game. And then he's one of the heroes. Makes a difference in the game. See, they're they're the Braves of the NFL. I'm I'm beginning <laughs> to believe it. I, I think I'm riding a hot streak and I don't know it. I mean that's that's just crazy and. But, again, they've won three games. That Those were games that two of them they didn't think they'd win. You know, they thought the, the Rams would beat them, and they thought the Saints would beat them for the most part, but that was before the quarterback got hurt. But, oh, and don't forget Buffalo in there, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just shocked. But yeah. As that happened, our defense is really Click. getting to this top level. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons, we knew he was special when he came in. Adding Autry has really made him special because Autry's outstanding. And Maybe they don't even have Dupree right now. I mean, he's been hurt or played a little sparingly. Right. But, uh, I mean, they're, really, they're basically mauling the other team's offense. I mean, they've got so much pressure on them. We have very few starters in the back defensive backfield, but they don't, they don't have to stay with them very long. They don't, they don't have to go. They they're all over them. Yeah. And that, that's why I think the secondary got a bad rap the last couple of years because they had no pass rush. I mean, that guy would stand back there the, uh, and look and look and look and look for the second, the third, maybe even fourth receiver, and still nobody touched him. And I think that's, that's a huge difference. But can they keep this up, Clark, at this point? Can they continue to do this, or are we going to see a losing streak of three to four games? Or I don't think we'll see a losing streak of three to four games. I think we'll see a bad game because uh, it just happens to everybody uh, where the defense gives up a few points and we can't score. But, I mean, we're – I hate to say it, we're pretty much set right now based on our schedule. You know, we got the Texans coming this week, which is an important division game. But Well, here are the seven games that are left. You've got the, te- uh, the Texans. Then you've got the Patriots. Then the Jags. The Steelers. The 49ers. The Dolphins. And the Texans again. I see a lot of wins well, in that. They, they oh, yeah. should beat everybody except maybe the Patriots and the Steelers is what I'm thinking. You know, so you're going to add. So that's out of the seven you said left. That's that's only that's two five more. wins. That's thirteen and whatever four. That's, yeah, that's that's going to be good enough. Uh, right now, if if the playoffs were today, they'd have home field advantage and number one team in the AFC. And I, I think the defense can take care of uh, Houston. I mean, I even if the offense does struggle some I, I see them beating Houston well Houston's uh, defense is terrible against the run yeah so if we can get a running game going that's going to really open up the offense and maybe if we get click in there it can carry over once you get that confidence because we got a lot of new people in those positions 
Well, you got Peterson and the other kid. I've been impressed with the other guy, not um, Foreman. Foreman, yeah, I've been kind of impressed with him. Strong, hard runner. Peterson will get you some short yardage situations. Well, and, and don't forget, I mean, we're, we've got Julio. He's on injured reserve until after the the bye week, so he's out for a couple of weeks. So really, we're playing with one receiver. All right, but all right. Uh, Johnson looked awful good. They, yeah, they were just getting him back. They said it. It's uh, fall practice. He was the the best looking receiver. But then he's been injured, so he's starting to come back. It seems like we're, somebody's taking the place of someone that's going out. And John Robinson's received some criticism about his drafts, but now looking back at it, it it looks like it was pretty good. I mean, overall, I mean, he's had a couple of busts, but everybody has a bust or two when it comes to the draft. And, you know, they they look like a whole different team defensively to me. Just Just a total makeover. Just on the pass rush. Well, it's good he turned it over to Bowling instead of uh, Rabel being a big part of the defensive strategy, just do his job. And the offensive coordinator, I think, is doing a good job with him. I think, you know, he's made the adjustment from Henry. And um, I still think we'll get a bad game from Tannehill somewhere, and that, that might put the end of it. But um, well, as long as he doesn't get hurt, if, you know, yeah. that's the key. As long as he doesn't get hurt, because you can. Fill in here and fill in there and make it. But we do not have a backup quarterback. No. No. Well, let's see. They've got, what, uh, one, two, three division games, and two of them are against the Titans. And then you add the Jags in there, and that's that's all they have left. You know, and, and so I, I think they're, at worst, maybe not the number one seed, but still going to win the AFC South. I, I think they should win out of their seven games. They should win three or four of them anyway. That, that'll get you to 11 or 12 wins. That should be enough. Yeah. I mean, you've already beaten Colts, the Colts twice. That's that's good. That's big. Jacksonville, Houston, they've beaten all those teams at least once. So, I don't think they're going to go through a – I, I can't possibly see them losing three in a row or four in a row like that. Now the thing will be as we get towards the end of the season, we got the bye week coming, which will be helpful. If we're still banged up, do we kind of, you hate to say it, throw a game away for rest? Yeah. Again, do yeah. we try to, you know, find another week where we can rest some guys that are nicked up? Because, I mean, you just want to get to the playoffs. If you can have home field, that's great. But uh, we've been a great road team. Yeah. And so the home field advantage would be fun, but it's not re- required. What's required is to have as many horses in the stable ready to run when playoffs get here. Well, I think what he, you have to be, give credit to Prable. He has the guy's mindset ready for the game. Each game is different. Each game is a different emphasis, and they all seem to buy in, even all the, with all this changing. To me, that's kind of what I liked about the Braves was the new guys blended in with the guys that are already there. They accepted each other, and this is what seems to be happening. Like, again, it's kind of like the Braves, like you've mentioned. That's two compliments in the last two weeks wow. from Rod Edwards. Let's write it down about the Braves. We'll be back with more primetime sports here as we continue. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Fans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. 
sell you your choice of products, and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student-athletes from Fans Heating and Air. We're at Rick's Barbecue talking with Anne-Marie Brintz, who says they're ready to feed your entire crew with the family pack. It's a pound of pork or any of our pulled meats, and then you get two 16-ounce sides, and then you get a bag of chips, which are plainer barbecue, and then the buns come with it. And then you get one of our drink choices, which is either a two-liter of one of our sodas or a half-gallon of one of our teas. And don't forget the famous Rick's Loaded Baked Potato. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. Let Rick's Barbecue do the cooking. 212 Warrior Drive. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. I'm Ian Young. I'm at Las Casas Feed Supply. I'm selling beef and pork. 100% Angus. Raised here in Las Casas. Come get you some. Everyone's favorite cuts available, even options to purchase a quarter of a steer. We got the beef. Hello, everybody. Las Casas Feed Supply. Family-owned and operated Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. We're back. We've taken care of the Titans. We know what exactly what they're going to do the rest of the year. So now we move on to our high school uh, look and uh, had a, an interesting week and not not all good, not all good news, but uh, we'll start off with um, the Shebville at Oakland game where we kind of felt like Oakland would take care of business, and they did that pretty early. 56-6, to six, there was no doubt, no doubt. And we, like I said, we expected that to occur. Uh, Oakland's speed could put up with Shebville's size, and we knew that once they started rolling, it was going to be tough. That's uh, 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 the last home game, as it t- turns out, for Oakland. And uh, impressive, and Hewitt had a good game, and uh, you know they do their they do what Oakland does very well. They play defense, they shut you down, and then they utilize that speed rod every every single game. Uh, they do, and if, this is really kind of Oakland's time defensively. We know it's the last couple of years, like when they won state. I mean, their defense is so much better uh, during the playoffs, the latter part of the playoffs, than they were during the regular season. And I think they're really getting in and focused on defense and no more 
checking everybody out, subbing in here, there, everybody growing. Now it's all about business winning the game, not developing for the coming year and now. And either and the ones that they have used have developed that they know that they can use them. They can they've seen enough of them to know okay, you can contribute and play down the stretch too. I think. And Eric Taylor's one I give. Uh, that's just another example of somebody that has become a star uh, as the season's progressed with uh, with his play. But Rod's right, though. I mean, he he got there and they played Friday night. If you saw, you know, if you saw Isaiah Horton's stats, interception for a TD, catch for TD, threw a TD. So, you know, Coach Creasy knows where his playmakers are. He gets the ball to them and gives them opportunities. I mean, that's what. That's what Oakland's going to do, and Rod's right. It's it's playoff time, so it's kind of like a basketball bench. It gets shrunk a little bit because you got you know there's no more tomorrows. Well, I I, I have just always been impressed, and Rod's mentioned this on previous broadcasts, and just how Oakland gets better and better and better as the weeks go on, and then when playoffs are here, I mean they're they're killing people. I'm fifty six to six, and and that makes Shelbyville look like you know not a great team or whatnot and but shelbyville almost had riverdale beat in the regular season and they and they beat a good rockvale team and i, I don't know just well, two, everything two playoffs, two yeah. playoff games 105 points yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing yeah. and and it, it's it's not like he's running up scores or anything either because he he does sub a lot too so well it's hard to run up a score when you when you're in the you know you've got a running clock running and clock yeah. at, you know and and so they don't really do that and he's been pretty liberal about subbing but you're right that subbing's going to get less and less and less as we go riverdale at lebanon that was a disappointing loss and uh had a bad vibe about the game and uh we were actually we we got you went i'm i'm sure too clark and when we got there it just didn't feel Something was there. You know, you just have that feeling. It was cold. It was rainy. It was overcast. Lebanon's side was full of fans. Very excited. You know, Riverdale came out, scored on their first possession, and I thought, wow. 10 nothing. you know. And I feel good about it at that point. I said, well, they've, they've, they've picked up that lead. But in every game, adversity is going to hit. Most coaches will tell you something's going to go against you or wrong or – Turnovers, which they had how many? Three? Yeah. Yeah. Three turnovers and then multiple penalties that extended drives or gave Lebanon great position or put Riverdale way back in the hole. And we've talked. We talked during the commercial. It's been a chance to bite them all year long. I mean, all the way back to the Blackman game. Was that the first game of the season, second game of the season they played Blackman? Second, I think. Second. Yeah. And there was like 200 and something yards of penalties because y'all were at that game. Yeah. It's like, guys, we've got to clean this up. I remember Coach Kraske talking on the sidelines after game. That kind of stuff will get you beat. Well, it did. Yeah. It did Friday night. There was, I think, one crucial third and 14 or something that there was a personal foul, got him an automatic first down. That was one drive that was extended. And uh, you just can't do that. You can't beat yourself and uh, against a good, good Lebanon team. Uh, Riverdale came out in the third quarter, got ahead again. Again, you kind of feel okay. That's that's a good start, and then the the deep, the offense just wasn't there the rest of the game. They they weren't, and they like I said, they were just making mistakes, mental errors, uh, offensive line every week. How how well will they play? How well will they block? And you saw, 
you know, the runners get frustrated. At least I did on the sideline, frustrated because there was nowhere for them to to run. Now I'll give credit to Lebanon. I mean, they played solid defense, and they I don't know what y'all could see from up where you were, but they were playing all eleven. Almost Darren Riverdale try to throw it over the top. One thing I observed, I thought they were a lot faster. They were a lot quicker than I thought they were. I mean, they they had some speed back there, and I that's that's one thing that surprised me. And uh, you know, when it comes to when you get surprised like that, and and they had a good pass rush. It wasn't awesome, but it was enough to bother and pull Holcomb out of the pocket a little bit. Uh, and I think there were a couple of injuries in there for Riverdale as well that uh, unforeseen that you you don't expect. But um, that third quarter was their downfall, and that was penalty ridden that that third quarter. Again, not taking it away from Lebanon, the Epson kid's a good quarterback. Again, I didn't think he was a great quarterback, but when plays had to be made, he made them. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, looking back over that game and you mentioned the penalties and all that kind of thing you know typically this year Riverdale's defense has been their bread and butter but the one thing that I saw happen was the defense got frustrated as well and that hasn't happened all year and when the defense got frustrated Lebanon was able to take advantage of that and um, I really thought that was uncharacteristic and probably was the difference in the game. Well, he was probably the best running quarterback they saw yeah. this year. Yeah. And then offensively, as far as a passing game, they got it out quick. Now, if you waited, if you hold the ball as a quarterback against Riverdale, they're all on top of you. But, you know, so they threw a lot of quick. They get him mobile. They throw a little sideline pass. And he was accurate. Rod even said that from the week before. He was very accurate with his passes for the most part, even with a wet ball like it was Friday. And uh, I do. I think they got frustrated because they couldn't get to him. And then they kept making – we'd get him a third down and either, no offense, we'd do something stupid and get a penalty or they'd make a play. And it's like, Dang, man, oh, shoot, we could have stopped him there. And then something else would happen again. And field position was bad in the third quarter too. I oh, mean, Riverdale was, was always yeah. down on their end. But a lot of that was penalties. Yeah, I mean yeah. – I mean, after uh, – Lebanon came back and scored, went back ahead in the third quarter, and they punted. They had a nice run, first down, but they had a penalty, call it back. Yeah. And so next thing you know, they were they were back in the rest of the game. They were back in their front of their end zone. I think one of the biggest plays I recall was a kickoff that Riverdale just let go, and it landed on the two, didn't go out of bounds. That was huge. You're trying to protect the lead. It was like they were treating it like a punt. Yeah. Yeah. That that you know that you know, they can't get it, but mm-hmm. yeah they can. The week before I saw, uh, it was two. You know it was a week before when Oakland played Warren County. Warren County was playing it tight because they kept the ball. They waited till last last ten seconds and then they would go in and get their play. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple good plays that kept the ball going downfield. Then finally Oakland went ahead with a second touchdown, and then they. On the kickoff, they did the very same thing, but the Oakland's guy caught the ball just before he went out of bounds and had the ball on the 10-yard line. They went in and scored, and it was over. That That's a killer yeah. that I mean, type of mistake. I really thought on that play that they were expecting the ball to go out of bounds on the kickoff and then get the ball at the 35, which was much better position than they could have gotten, you know, but – you, you can't always bank on that ball going out of bounds, and it just really died right there. And the wind 
played a big factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Riverdale was in the wind the whole second half, weren't right. they? So, I mean, when you had to win your back, you notice even Riverdale's kicker, he was putting them in the end zone. But when you were going the other way, you never knew. I mean, Lebanon had a punt that went like seven yards or so mm-hmm. one time because they were trying to kick it in the wind. So, it, it was some tough tough weather uh, Friday night, worse than I thought it was going to be. Well, Riverdale has to go home and uh, had a great – they've had a great run. That senior class has truly had a great run. And uh, I think Will was talking about lost only five games in three years. Pretty amazing. And, unfortunately, you're, you're in the shadow of Oakland, you know, of always winning. But three really great years from Will Kreisky and his staff. And, and a lot of tough losses for him as far as numbers. I believe he has over 30 seniors Mm-hmm. this year so i mean uh you see a lot of programs build up and i i must assume lebanon's that way lebanon's probably senior heavy like warren county was the year before you bring a group they stick together they w- work and they get better and better the hard part is of course they graduate and that's what's happened to riverdale this year is he's got a, a big senior class he's losing one thing that's different though rod a team that you've seen quite a bit here recently in middle tennessee christian school they're pretty young considering everything aren't they they are uh, their quarterbacks is senior and had an outstanding game this past week mm-hmm. uh, off, uh running the ball passing the ball it was actually his best complete game his passing was uh, way beyond what i've seen so far but they kind of opened it up for it um but the but running back eli wilson has over about 1300 yards rushing he's a sophomore the top receiver gabe powell Sophomore, he's also good on the inside counters. They run, you know, the kind of like the wing T type offense, you know. And he's good on that, and he's throwing a touchdown pass. And uh, they, uh, it's a young team, so it's it's they got a lot of hope there. Now all they got to do is replace the quarterbacks is the, is the big thing, and they got some linemen that are are top notch that are going to be graduating. Well, they've been on a run, what eight in a row now, and. Yeah. Uh, They've got themselves a pretty tough uh, opponent. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But uh, uh, what a run. And and, uh, Kobe Tackett, who is very reserved uh, for the most part, you could tell he was really proud of this bunch that they've rebounded and done what they've done and have done it with relatively ease uh, up to this point. They put put points on the board. Yes, uh Explosive offense. The big thing that really really improved was their defense mm-hmm. from the early part of the year, and I mean they hit hard. I mean there's a lot of running uh, runners from the other team going through, but ball games I've seen, and man they get they get blasted, and uh, and that that sends a message to the other team when you are just nailing them with the tackles. You're kind of our MTCS reporter, you know that? It's what it turned into. Yeah, how's their concession stand? I love their concession stand. Have you well, tried it? I, I haven't really. Really? Well, if I get there too early, they're already there. Or if I get there too late, i got to get, oh, I, get up to the booth. I, I figured you'd be living in that concession stand. <laughs> well, you know, stand. I don't want to have to run to the restroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I remember I, I interviewed Coach Tackett. I think it was after their first win in week four. And, you know, he talked about – they weren't going to waver. They were going to keep working. He knew the defense was the problem. That fourth game, they had an interception. He said, we worked really hard tackling that week. And he said, it just it solidified what we were trying to get them to do. And they were really buying in to the defensive side of the ball. And like I said, now they're on a, a eight-game run. They're putting up points. They're holding people down. And, uh, man, what a great atmosphere it's going to be Friday night. 
at Middle Tennessee Christian, yeah. even though Nashville Christian's, you know, a really good squad. They're coming into their place. You know, I I don't think he ever wavered either. I think he knew he was going to be. I think he knew he was going to be good. You know, in the even in the losses, because I talked to him during the during the one of the streaks, and and uh, he again that he never wavered. And I think he always had an idea he was going to be pretty good if they could get that defense working out. And, boy, lo and behold, that's what they did. So it's going to be an exciting playoff run uh, this, this weekend. And uh, um, we, I, I'm going to wait till the next segment. But I, I did want to mention uh, that uh, uh, it won't be quite as easy this week for Lebanon, I don't think, uh, in terms of trying to stop the run. No, and the weather's not going to be bad, so they can't, you know, it's not going to hurt Oakland at all. And, uh, you know, Oakland's on a mission. They they want to they want to repeat, and Coach Creasy, is, is, is like I said, has got the engine fine-tuned and, and running well. And, you know, he, he takes – It's going to be a rough road for him. I mean, it, it is, it's but not he going takes, to be easy. You know, they aggravate each other on Saturdays here, the coaches do, mm-hmm. but the coaches take pride in our region. They yeah. take they take pride in Rough County and Rough County schools. They yeah. do. I, I think you're right. I think he's going to take that as a personal here. We're, we're going to win this one for Rutherford County. Yeah. So I think I said that Friday night, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We come back. It's Pigskin Picks and no controversies. It's Brian still leading the way. Great, I hate to say that, but we'll be back with more primetime sports. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. You in a hurry for dinner? Well, we've made it even easier to order online at SirPizzaTN.com. Tap the location nearest you and begin your carryout or delivery order at SirPizzaTN.com. You can choose from our full menu and we'll take care of the rest. A Queen's Feast is calling my name. Order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan Franz Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan Franz Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan Franz Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranzconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Head over to J. Mullins Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom-designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries, whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. That's at 352 West Northville Boulevard or online at mullinsjewelry.com. 
rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. You'll feel the difference at Jerry Potts Car Care when you walk in the door at 2420 Southgate Boulevard. It's family. I feel we offer an alternative to having to go to the dealer. That's Stacy Potts Orifice at Jerry Potts Car Care. We treat everybody with respect. We're going to fix their vehicle how we would fix our own vehicle and make it safe. And we stand behind everything. Jerry Potts Car Care just off South Church by the County School Board Office. 2420 Southgate Boulevard, 867-6622. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. I just want you to know, Brian, that before the show started, I, I said, well, it looks like Brian probably got, do we even have to do Pixie and Pixie? It looks like he's got it wrapped up, and boy, did I get a look and a remark from the commissioner. In fact, I was chastised by the commissioner. He said, oh, there's no way. It's not over yet. I mean, and very hateful. And, I, and I'm like going, okay, okay, man. That's all right. Whatever. And then I, then I looked at who was in second place, and I go, oh, it's Rod. Well, you know, Rod, your time is running out, buddy. I'm just going to tell you. You've been saying that for 10 weeks. No, your, your time is running out with, to win it. I'm hoping he win it. I don't. I don't want to face him for a year being the champion. I can't stand it. So, you, well, you that's got, what you said about him. <laughs> I know. I don't like either one of you. The only one that I care that it wouldn't bother me would be Clark. Yeah, no Clark. Because I'm in dead last. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't have a shot. <laughs> well, let's go to Pete Skin Picks, and here is our commissioner who chastised me earlier, Doctor Clark Blair. Well, I was just taken up for Rod after yesterday. Oh. You know, we went above and beyond. For WGNS yesterday. Oh, you showed up on the wrong day. <laughs> I thought we'd have. We got here tonight. I thought since it was almost Thanksgiving, we would have some dessert or something. Yeah. Well, no. There's some chess pie out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is it? Uh, well, last Thanksgiving. <laughs> we've already tried it. Go for it. <laughs> well, I had my first. Since I'm the commissioner and I get this segment, I had my first 7 0 week, but it's a little Oh, about, my goodness. It's He's, about 12 weeks too late. Way to pat yourself on the back. I've been last. Buddy. I got to pat something. That was a good, it was a good week. Well, and, you know, Rod and I took the chance on Lebanon. I, mean, I hate to say they they won it, but, you know, we was afraid that might happen. So, But you're the one that was brave because I could do it. Yeah. Not worry you, about had, it. you had to go home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how he's still here. Yeah. Really. Uh, he ought to get a capital C courageous award. There was there's there was a little Tamara, I went with I went with Riverdale all the way. See? Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. There's a little grief. I, I've been told more than once I'm the second best Blair in Rufford County, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> By more than one person for sure. So Brian and John both went six and one. Rod and I went seven and zero. Oh. Brian still has a two, look at that two game lead. Look, ninety nine and twenty one. Uh, that's a pretty good mark. Pers- yeah, that's I don't know where he's percentage. getting his information. I think he's I think he's reading Monty Hill's articles. I do, <laughs> I do. I think that's that's how I that's how I won coach champion one year. Just followed Monty all just, the way just in. Followed Monty all the yeah. way in. Well, I mean Rod's only two back, and of course we've got the big. Maybe not this week, but you know the 
Oakland Maribel game, he's going. Rod's going to probably go the opposite. Because you had some stats about Maribel. I don't know if we have time to talk about those, but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty amazing. Maribel um, with this year's playoff appearance has been in 25 straight playoffs from 2020 or no from 2000 to 2020. They've been in the semifinals every year, so they've been in the final four. If they win this Friday, it'll be the 22nd straight year they've been in the semifinal round. And Rutherford County has had to play since 2011. We've had a team play in that semifinal game versus Marable, where they're 7-3. and three. Oakland has won three. They've all been at Oakland. And they have not lost a home playoff game, Marable has it, since November 19th of 1999. So have y'all ever been to Maryville and seen a victory? No. No. Regular season or playoff? Y'all never went regular season, I don't guess, did you? Maybe yeah, once. Yeah, we did go that one time up they're, there in the regular season. each other during the season two, two years or three years in a row. And but. Oakland won there. Did they? They won there in the regular season, didn't they? Or did they win it? I can't remember. I thought they Oakland did win the regular season up there, which yes. was a big deal. I, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but they lost in the playoffs that year at at, at Maryville. Back, right back yeah. at Maryville, right? Coach Creasy will say I'm talking rat poison because he's got to beat Lebanon first. So here well, we that's go. That's very true. And Maryville's got to got to win too. They've got. Uh, uh, who is it? Uh, they play. I had just had it right here. Farragut. Oh, <laughs> that's a team that's come. Uh, a number four they're, seed. They're yeah, like uh, five and five coming into the playoffs. Yeah, they beat Science Hill and Bradley Central to to get there. So yeah. they're four and six. Four yeah. and six in the playoffs, and now they're play, facing Maryville. Mercy. All right, so here we go, Brian. Oakland at Lebanon. Patriots. Maybe uh, even running clock. Who knows? Oakland. Wow. Well, can we count that as a you – know, <laughs> don't get that? Bonus points. <laughs> yeah. I need some. I think you need Yeah. Rod doesn't even know what time – what order he goes in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with Oakland. I think they will put a spanking on Lebanon. And you guys will be there, correct? Yes, sir. All right. I think you're going to get home early as like – all of you are thinking. Well, It'll be the first time, first time in five weeks. <laughs> Is TV there? I don't think TV, so. TV, radio, anything? Just us. Just y'all? Mm-hmm. TV's I'm, followed us the last I'm four weeks. TV's, where's TV going to be this week? Do you know? I well, have no idea. Probably middle, middle Tennessee area. I probably so. would have Ravenwood and uh, Summit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they could. Well, that, that'll be a bonus for you. So, yeah, y'all, y'all get home early. It was nice. It was nice there, though. It was very comfortable, warm. Yeah, even when even after Brian pulls the windows up, it, it's 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 still warm. The heater works. Well, Tamara and I were wondering because like she's like, you think there's room up there with with John and Brian? I, said, I will tell you there would there would have been room up there. Yeah, yeah you should have come over there. Well, I said there's probably room, but they probably don't want us up there. <laughs> oh, more Plus, than she'd welcome. Be, she'd been pacing back and forth the whole time anyway. She's a nervous cat. Yeah, it was one of the best situations we've been in. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Except for chairs. Yeah, the chairs were a little low, but uh, you know. Can't have everything. We're in a different place this week, though. Oh, yeah. That's true. We're in the visiting radio box. Moving over. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Other big game locally, Nashville Christian coming in to play the Cougars. They've played some similar opponents, 
but uh, Nashville Christian has done a better job of beating those similar opponents. Yeah, and they come in what uh, eight, nine, nine and two, I think. Ten and two. Ten and two now, Nashville Christian, and um, they have really put on a put up a bunch of points and and beat a pretty good Jackson Christian team last week. I just think maybe this this is too much for Middle Tennessee Christian School. So I'm going to go with Nashville Christian in this one. Should be an exciting game. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian is surprising how good they are playing. Uh, They are a lot younger. I've noticed that uh, Nashville Christian has a lot of seniors. Their only two losses are to, uh, was it? uh, They've lost to DCA and BGA. BGA, which is uh, Division II instead of A. Yeah. Or uh, two double A. And then, uh, of course, the top team rated is the DCS, which that was seven to three in that game. And so they both stopped. So they must have great defenses, stopped great offenses. And then uh, USJ is really tough. They won their game against uh, Kings Academy at 47 to nothing. Who are you going with, Rod? So I'm going to go with <laughs> Nashville Christian. That's, this is a battle of the Cougars, by the way. Both teams are Cougars. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pick Cougars. The Cougars are going to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going with the hot team. I'm going with the Milton City Christian School at home. Man, what a, what a great win that would be because, of course, they'll be in the state finals if they can get get past this game. It's well, I got I got to I got to try to do something. Try to do something. Yeah, it is the Division Two semifinal week this week. Get through this week, we're going to have very few options. Very few. Well, I'm gonna stick with Na- Nashville Christian, uh, just because I just feel like they're just a stronger team, and hopefully Milton's New Christian will will come out early and have a real good game and, and make it interesting. But I think that just that senior leadership is gonna wear on MTCS. Vanderbilt heads down south to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin's team. Uh, Lane's just been waiting for this one, I guess. Going with Ole Miss at home. I love go, to go with Vandy. It's <laughs> Lane Griffin, but I just can't. I haven't seen anything. Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss is going to put a banking on Vandy, but Vanderbilt, I think. Well, of course, the rumor is that Kiffin's going to be on the move. Everybody wants him at Miami and LSU and other schools, so that's going to be a distraction, but not he, enough. <laughs> not enough to, to worry about Vanderbilt. Tennessee. Uh, looking to bounce back after a tough game against Georgia. South Alabama comes to town. Tennessee trying to get to six wins and bowl eligible. I think this is where they do it. This is a big week for some of our local college teams with UT and uh, Middle Tennessee. And um, going to take out their aggressions on South Alabama. UT. You know, if I could take South Alabama, I can make a, and they win, I can make a move on Brian. But that would be stupid. I'll go for Tennessee. Got to make a move sometime, Rod. I'm just going to tell you. Well, not on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with uh, Tennessee. That's all I have to say. That's all you got to say. Yeah. I'm heading to Knoxville Saturday. It's it's a night game. Oh, gosh. I got my heated vest. I just ordered in the mail trying to stay warm. So, Did you get Tamara one? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, I would have not gotten my, mine if I didn't get her one. She wished she'd had it last week at Lebanon. 
Uh, it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. Damp. Damp yeah. coldness. And it rained a whole lot more than I thought it was It wasn't was bad to. at all, Middle Tennessee Christian. John mm-hmm. asked me, has it been raining? No. Yeah. It rained almost the whole time. Yeah. It sure did. But yeah. it didn't have the rain here in Murfreesboro. Uh-uh. Should have called him about our rosy, our cozy little rosy press box up there, but yeah. I didn't call him. So. No, <laughs> you didn't. And so, of course, I'm going Tennessee there. Now, here's, a here's a, I think, a toss-up right here. Old Dominion comes to MTSU. MTSU, like Brian said, Trying to get bowl eligible, but so is Old Dominion. Well, I think this is, for MTSU, the best opportunity. It's at home. The best opportunity for them to be bowl eligible to get this win before having to uh, travel to FAU next week. Being at home, had a lot of excitement this week with the announcement of facilities and stuff at MTSU. So um, I'm going to go with the Big Blue at home. Hmm. Well, let's see. I'd like to make a move on you. So I might as well go with FI or go with. Uh, yeah, go with FIU. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Old Dominion. Might as well try. I'm going with Old Dominion as well. Ooh. I, I, this is it. Make or break for me this week. It's, well, I mean, 50 to 10, I did not expect that after the week before. No. Right. So, obviously, stock still worked. It, both stock stills, I guess, in a sense, worked with the quarterback. He was 20 to 24, but only for 147 yards. So, they were not throwing the vertical passes at all. But turnovers and some help from the running backs was, was key. So, I, I'm going to stick with middle. I think, I think they're going to get bowl eligible, and that will be great for the program. And then last but not least – we got the Texans coming in to play the Titans. Texans are basically, from everybody's opinion, horrible. We're beat up. Is this the Jets game in the division for us? Don't think so. Titans. I think the Titans are going to take care of business, especially against the one and eight Texans. I tell you, the Titans got a snarly attitude now, especially yeah. on defense. So I think it's still Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans at home. I'd be a little more worried if it was there. Well, I'm going to go with the Titans, but I think it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, I, I really do. I think it's a game. It's hard, even if you're a professional, to not realize how bad the Texans are. You realize you're tired, you're beat up. You know, it's going to be one of those. When is their off day? They got. They play one more game. I think Brian read the schedule. They've got. This week is the Texans, and then they've got one more game. I think it's on the road. Is it New England? Yes. And then it's a late off week, which has not been good for us. But once we've finally gotten there, it's going to help us. But I, I think we're going to see an ugly, like, 16-10, 16-13 game because uh, we're due we're due for an ugly game. So let's yeah. do it when we can beat a team. Keyshawn Johnson's going to say we're just a 9-2, and two, but we're really not 9-2. and two. But, so. I mean – all I can see is that Jets game. The Jets are horrible, and we just couldn't do anything right. So those games just happened. So only six games in the slate. Uh, Rod took one chance, so he might come move up. If he can get that one and get within one, that hopefully Maryville-Oakland yeah, that's game. What, that's what he needs to do. Get within one, you got that a chance. Maryville-Oakland game, gosh. Not that we're trying to, you know, you hear give that, him advice. No. We're not trying to give him advice. So technically – we're if, working against you, all three of us. It sounds like <laughs> If Maryville holds serve, he's going to go with Maryville if he's thinking Maryville and Rhodes, which would give him Oakland, which would extend pigskin picks for one more week. But if it's True. reversed, 
And he goes, Oakland, he goes, Maryville, <laughs> season could be over. Yeah, it's over. Okay. Or if he's three games down, it won't matter if I win this week, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. I will be out of it by this week. All right, we're going to wrap things up here on Primetime Sports in just a minute. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. And the Blue Raiders win again. I need to get some MT gear. Let's go to the mall. Mall store? Really? I thought you wanted gear. Any Blue Raider stores in the mall? Well, no. You'll only find a limited selection mixed in with dozens of other schools and teams. My choice is Raider Tees, who specializes in Blue Raider gear with hundreds of items to choose from. They're located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Sutter over at Middle Tennessee Electric. What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Sutteth visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. This is Steve Martin at Steve Martin Construction. From the plan, design to build, we know that your biggest investment is your home. At Steve Martin Construction, we'll spend as much time as needed to ensure your custom design home is exactly what you need and want. Give me a call at 904-9639 and see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I can guarantee every detail will exceed your expectation. Steve Martin Construction, 904-9639. Hi, I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And while you've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race, that same concept can be applied to long-term investing. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing, and though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it's a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of enduring it. Give me a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Balfour, Tennessee is now the JHA company. I'm Josh Houston, and change is never easy, but with change comes new opportunity and a better way to serve you, the customer. Providing solutions for administrators and recognizing scholastic and athletic achievements in Middle Tennessee for almost two decades, JHA is committed to create a solution and provide products that mark the moments that matter to you. Find out more at jhacompany.com or call 615-867-6345 for more information. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Well, glad you were with us this evening. We're going to wrap things up with a little look at what's ahead. And Brian, you've got the look at the schedule 
and what the WGNS game is going to be for this week. That's right. Uh, playoff football, Oakland at Lebanon. Listen in live at WGNSRadio.com. Saturday morning, Prentice also Peating and Air Coaches Corner. We start uh, Girls Basketball Week, by the way, and uh, got some football in there as well. So a busy show for us. That leads into uh, Middle Tennessee hosting Old Dominion, 1 o'clock pregame and 2.30 for the kickoff. We've got uh, Lady Raider basketball. They're hot. They'll play uh, on Monday. And Raiders in the Cancun Challenge, some Middle Tennessee men. So lots of basketball and hoops going on, too. And maybe more football next Friday night, but no show next Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. And we want everybody to have a good Thanksgiving. Rod, I know you'll be at the MTSU game with Old Dominion, so good luck. And uh, we won't tell you who you're rooting for. Uh, it's might tighten up this week, you know, on Peaceskin Picks. For uh, Clark Blair, Rod, uh, Rod Edwards, I almost called him Rod Stewart. And Brian Beard, I'm John Dingens. Until two weeks from tonight, so long, everybody.